the Taco Brothers Podcast. Ask about me. Ask about me. Where two brothers from another mother come together to talk about what's going on in urban pop culture, sports, music, health, and real issues that face our community. These people here, what they do, they for real. All straight with no chaser and a splash of comedy. <laughs> Very funny. This is Talk Talker Brothers Podcast. Let's get this thing going. And now your hosts, Gody and Smash. We interrupt your regular scheduled programming to bring you a Taka Brothers podcast short. What's happening, everybody? It's your boy, Godi. Your boy, Smash, coming at you. Your boy, BTG. And we want to welcome you guys to another Taka Brothers podcast short. Before we get into this thing, I definitely got to say, BTG, are you okay, dog? Because you over there do, do, do a... Earthquake cooking eggs and pancakes. <laughs> you good? Hey, Goldie, I didn't feel a damn thing. And I don't know why people was tripping. <laughs> Doris Burke was over here freaking out on TV. I said, if y'all don't calm goddamn down. Say, man, you showing the chandelier shaking and you over here cooking bacon and eggs and pancakes like it's like it's normal, bro. I mean, Look, the earth had a the earth had a little shake. It was probably a little chilly, and it was shaking a little bit. That's about it. It's over. <laughs> Look, it's, you know it's Wednesday now. It's Wednesday. Yeah, some shrimp cooking too, though. <laughs> yeah, I see that. <laughs> what natural disaster? Well, we know what BTG is. Smash. What would be your natural disaster that you think you could be so cool, calm, and collect about? Uh, mine would be more likely a hurricane. Me too. Me too. Nope. At least, nope. at least you know it's coming, and then you can, right. you can get out the way of it. Whereas, you know, BGG over there cooking eggs. You don't know when it, it earthquake is not planned. It just happens. I'm 36 I mean, years old, bro. And his life fixture was just swinging. Swinging. <laughs> that was crazy, man. I was like, smash, man. smash. I'm still here, baby. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm still here. They can't take you down. They can't take me out. <laughs> I was like, look at this brother here, man. He and ain't miss a beat. So were you at the game when the earthquake happened or you had already left? Hey, hey, you know the crazy part was we had a busy day that day and we wasn't our tickets was for Saturday. So that was Friday night when it hit, right? So we got there a little bit after the game started, but we watched it from the beginning. So it wasn't live. And then for some reason, somehow it is sped up to live, right? Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, we started seeing people run up the stairs and the players was evacuated, all kind of stuff. And I'm not paying attention though. I'm cooking. I'm cooking. <laughs> and next thing you know, my boy said, oh, or whatever. And I'm thinking like, cause he's playing with my daughter and my wife called me and she said, did y'all feel that? And I said, feel what? And I turned around and that's when you saw the light fixture swinging back and forth. And I said, yo, what's going on? <laughs> and he's like, man, that was a big one. Um, yeah. And I guess, it. you know what? More people outside or people that's not from California or Vegas freaked out more. And people that wasn't even in the area was calling me like freaking out. I'm like, look, bro, I don't know what y'all talking about. I don't know if this edible hit hard, but <laughs> I was like, I don't know what y'all tripping because we just had a big one like a couple of days ago. But I was like, I was getting ready to text you or call you or something. But then when I seen the video on the ground with you 
you cooking eggs i said i guess he okay i guess he used to it so i was like all right he'll be good but 6.5 i was like man that's pretty huge and then people i talked to they're like man that's that's a mild shake i'm like well, really <laughs> yeah yeah see we've we've had two huge ones before and the one the biggest one i can remember was the northridge one and that one was you know that one was deadly um but you know when it hit and i i I felt it. I thought somebody broke in the house. So, you know, when California people, we know what an earthquake is, but we often we sleep through them or we think something else is going on because they happen a lot, but they don't happen a lot to where, like, we just are right, that, that was an earthquake. Sometimes we might think it's like an airplane flying over the house or right. something like that. But nah, I think, you know, that was just, it was four earthquakes. It was this, it was a 6.5, it was the 6.9. And then it was Kauai and uh, PG-13. <laughs> now, that was, was a major earthquake. That was like a nine uh, on a Richter scale right there. Well, the PG-13 was definitely a nine. Kauai yeah. was more, the Kauai was more like a 6.3. We was like, okay, <laughs> all right, cool. Then about 30 <laughs> seconds later, my phone went off again. I said, I, I didn't even know if I was reading it right. I had, to, I had to get a phone to my homeboy. Like, is this correct? And he was like, yeah. So I just sat down. I appreciate Kwai. I appreciate Kwai for doing that. I, I, I appreciate him. I, I'm definitely gonna support the the Clippers. I appreciate him being the brother. Beat to his own drum. You gotta respect that. You gotta respect. Oh that yeah, family. you gotta respect oh, yeah. it. You gotta respect it. You know, because Yeah, man. But you, he wins everything he does. He wins at it. So, who says this not gonna be a winning formula right here? So we'll the see. The Lakers. Um, <laughs> That's that's another topic for another show. Yes, it is. <laughs> Shout out to the Civil War LA. Yeah, we'll see how that turned out, man. We'll see how that turned out. But want to jump into a, still kind of a sports topic, but not really a sports topic. It's really a social topic. Callan Kaepernick tanks Betsy Ross Nike sneaker deal and conservatives, they are pissed. They are really mad about this shoe not being released. Um, what's y'all take on this, man? Let me buy it. I don't care. I mean, it was made in 17, what was it, 1776? That's when they was wearing white wigs. <laughs> well, the first one, one of their original ones was was made around that time. Like, ah, you know what it is. I mean, why, why were they making the shoe in the first place? Good question. Good well, goddamn it, question. The, the shoe was being made the shoe was being made in, in for the 4th of July um, as, for a 4th of July shoe but the thing about Kaepernick which which a lot of which, which a lot of businesses need to do is have that that woke black guy in that boardroom you know what I'm saying that, that development room so they could be like nah that's not gonna that's not gonna fly and it was good that Nike took heed to what he was saying because it is a racist, it, it, it does have racist over, uh, overtones, you know what I'm saying? For him, for them to pull it and for them to get mad, who cares about you getting mad? It, it's a racist symbol, you know what I'm saying? It, that's the height of slavery at that time. So who would want to see that? Who would want to wear that? You know, but the, the conservatives who's pissed off about it. Tell me this though, Smash, do you think, because this, this is one thing that we don't really bring to the table is how smart these people are. I get it. They do have some people on the team that is clueless of life. You don't think that this was staged? 
Oh yeah, I think it was. I think it was staged because if if you go back and really look at it, they said that the stock for Nike rose like tremendously after this. So yeah, it it, it was staged. They knew what they were doing, man. Putting the because it's not just it's the Betsy Ross, so it's the like the thirteen stars, which was back in the day, um, that that represented during like you're saying during the slavery. So they knew what was what they were doing, and they knew if uh, Cap speaks out on it. Then know. it's gonna make the black community come up in an uprising, and when, if they take it down, then we'll go buy it because we'll feel like Cap won, and but Nike wins again. I don't know why you included Smash in that. You know, Smash is the conspiracy theorist of all. You know, so <laughs> but <laughs> he gonna totally. But is it far <laughs> off though? You know what I'm saying? Is, is it far off? I don't necessarily oh, think it's. And even if, even if, well, I'm saying even if you even if it was staged, it's still a a good move right yes yeah, it's, it's, it, yeah. was a, it was a perfect move it was the per, it was the right thing to do it was the right thing to do i mean it's it's no worse than what gucci did with the with the blackface sweater you know those type of things you know, those type of things don't get released you got to have that woke brother on on your product development staff to say man that's that's idiotic because white folks don't they don't understand our culture you know what i'm saying they don't understand what 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 to us is racist and that that shoe was a racist symbol and and they just have to accept the fact that you know if you wanted to print the shoe out put the 50 stars on there and keep it moving but you know we still this, not wearing gucci right <laughs> nah i can't afford gucci even if i thought about wearing it i was so. gonna say I ain't, I ain't never wore it in the first place right but i'm looking at forbes now and it says nike has seen a two percent stock increase and added nearly three billion in market value since canceling those kicks mm. so tell me they didn't know what they doing and, and watch it happen again if you got three billion off of that one stunt yeah but i mean even when even well they know that's they know we wear a lot of nike they know we wear a lot of nike right so anytime that they know we wear a lot of it and they can do that. I mean, you can kind of kind of say it was a stunt because they did the same thing before with Kaepernick before. And that's the stock rose with that, with the Kaepernick gear. And so I, mean, I guess I guess it could be that way as well. I guess it could be a stunt. But I, I just think that they were just dumb and didn't understand what they were doing. And Kaepernick had to check them. Nah, what, you mean, what you mean by we? <laughs> what you mean we? We you, you wear Nike. Don't don't you got a closet full. I'm just saying, you know, everybody can't say we. We wear Nike. You we. you know what's coming next, right? They're gonna what? put um they gonna put our black figures on there, like Martin Luther King, Malcolm oh, X. Yeah, they're gonna put coming. them on the sole of the shoe so you can walk on their face. Well you know, um, you know <laughs> we, you would think of something like that. <laughs> hey, but but you know we've we've had we've had black history themed kicks before that didn't take off. Like Kobe has some black history money yep. shoes, LeBron had some, who else? I think Kyrie has some. So we've had them before. They just never yeah. took off, but I bet you they take off now. Yeah, but I mean when when it just seems like when Cap says something, he's just like the the ultimate antagonist like he just gets under their skin so i mean in, in theory you could you got both of you could be right that it, it was a stunt and a ploy i just think there was just dumb marketing at the at their at their point and somebody had to just check them on on their stupidity but um, i'm glad they did it i'm glad they pulled it um because i would hate to stop wearing nikes you know how many pair of nikes i had to throw out of my closet 
Man, I had to go to Oregon myself and have a sit down with them. Like, yo, man, I can't. If I give all this stuff away, I ain't going to have no goddamn clothes. Right. I can't. I have That's nothing a, to wear, bro. <laughs> the same thing they did with Gucci. Everybody didn't want to throw it away. So they went to the table and talked to them. Sometimes you, you do have to educate them, you know. So. Don't Nike got Converse too? Yeah, they own Converse. They own Converse. Yep. Damn, I can't even wear Chucks. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta wear them Payless shoes. <laughs> what's them? What's them ones with the little Shaq dunk on them? You know what I'm talking about? Get them. Shaq got his shoes at Walmart though. I, I thought they were at Target. It could be at both. It could be. At oh, both. you know what? You, no, what they at Walmart because I threatened my son with some if he didn't take a great. <laughs> I bet you got this act right real fast, didn't it? Oh, uh, uh, he's a goddamn scholar. Hey, they they had some. Um, I don't know which version, but they had some like the Shaq Jordan knockoffs in Walmart. I, I had to look twice. I was like, Walmart selling? And I was like, Oh, they got me. Switching gears a little bit, there was a. I mean, that was an interesting story that I I really wanted to not necessarily talk about her in, in, in particular, but there's a Dallas judge who received emails about her chosen hairstyle and she turned the criticism into a teaching moment. Uh, judge Amber Givens Davis, um, she's a Dallas judge and it was a big case. Uh, she presided over the Wesley Matthews trial, which was a big case in, in Dallas. And the attention was so, so, so skewed away from the trial itself and more about her hairstyle. You know how black women have their hair long on one side, have the re-recut and shaved on the other side. And uh, the attention, and she took the attention from that and she was unapologetic about it. This is my hairstyle, but I'm a damn good judge. And she turned, she spent that, that attention into creating a, I guess, what would you call it, Smash? She created a, a group of, of younger younger black women to to love to say this is a moment where you can show that you can love yourself no matter what your appearance is. You know, do what right. do well with what you're doing, regardless of your opinion. I mean, of, of of one's opinion. So, I look at that. Why is it such a big deal about? our parents why do they take why why do we why our parents has to be skewed to their liking i don't get that <laughs> because i i think it's a it's a mixture of we're in uh we're in a higher position uh-huh. you know what i mean uh she's a black and in a higher position and they already see us in a certain light you know whether we're successful or not they paint a certain picture already of us um I mean, look, bro. It's let's get straight to the point. They don't like us, point blank, period. So anything that they could point out to degrade us, they're going to do that. Now, I feel like we should ignore it. I am on, on the Malcolm side because I do want to get all of my fists, but some things you just got to ignore. Right, and you think that's one yeah. of them? I think that's just one of them because he's already look at look at her position. Right. For her to act ignorant with them, that's don't go down to their level. And then the next next time you show up, make sure you got some color in your hair. 
<laughs> you said you go go even further. Put some blind streaks in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Respond like that. Don't go on Twitter. Uh, Don't address it in the press or anything like that. Just pop up with some braids, some pink braids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I look at it. I mean, I, I see it from his his point of view, but I also see it too. Like, um, you know, they they're not used to being stylish and everything like they have um dress codes and ways and things that they think they should be so you might see them in a ponytail or short haircut the men are clean shaven but we can rock it and make it look good and make it work for us and they're i I look at sometimes as they're mad because we can do that and get away with it but they can't because they you know they feel some type of way like to me her hair did not take away from anything like i wouldn't even been paying attention to her hair i would you know especially if i'm in court for whatever's going on i would have been paying attention to that because right <laughs> whatever right. ruling she making but um i don't know why that was such a big deal but i mean she spent it and um you know just took it for a teaching moment and taught those young girls that look people gonna basically always judge you but it's how you respond to it because right. she didn't respond to the situation about her hair she just responded about to the girls to like be proud of yourself and you black women so just know it's coming but you got to stand up for yourself so is I, I mean i'm like btg i wouldn't i wouldn't respond to social media but <laughs> probably would come in there with some more colors in there <laughs> because uh, you know and the robe you know, to match <laughs> Because you know what? If you come in there with a scarf, that's killing the game. But with the bunny in the But you know what? At some point, though, like if it keeps happening, like, like you get tired of it. You know what I'm saying? Because you get tired of being judged and talked about and things like that. And it's like, because you don't see anybody else getting picked on like that. Right. Right. Now, I was going to say, and that's when, like, everybody get tired of and then that's when they you know attack twitter and stuff like that instead of you know just letting it roll off because they tired of getting attacked all the time so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i kind of understand the the you know sometimes you might have to say but you know what that's what we got black twitter for because you know they <laughs> they will when, it, when it's time for them to shine oh boy do they shine right yeah. yeah. I, I just like the way she spent it. I just like the fact that she took that negative and turned it into a positive because she could have went the other way with no results. You know what I'm saying? With with no with no positive outcome from it. It could have just been still out there. We still could be arguing about why why white versus black where she was like, you know what, this is who I am. Accept me for who I am, you know and let me do what i'm doing because i'm a damn good judge and she and she reached out to the youth which you know i'm always i'm always big on that go back to the youth and 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 educate them on on why you can be who you are no matter what the color your skin is or or what you look like so um big shots out to her i appreciate her for for doing that and i appreciate her taking that stance you know that's one that's one situation where they go low you go high and it, it made totally made sense but sometimes you know you just have to go, sometimes you just want to go low bro you just you, you just oh, I know. I, you know you know i'm with it you, you know I, I tell them i tell them right there in their face this is why this is why only larry bird is in the barbecue and not the rest of y'all <laughs> right, get make, not everybody gets to make it to the cookout and that's yeah <laughs> she said larry bird 
Oh, he was definitely at the cookout. Larry Bird's at the cookout. So there was a there was a woman granted clemency from Barack Obama. Um, she makes the she made the dean list just three years after being released from prison. Danielle Metz uh, was just 26 years old when she was uh, incarcerated to a, a three life sentence, but her sentence was commuted. Um, and she got out, and in three years she she became she got her degree. And makes the dean because she's on her way to getting her degree and making the dean's list. Man, that's that's pretty powerful. I mean, that I guess that's one chant time when the system worked. I guess. Oh, you talking about spitting back at the justice system? Jesus, boy, did they get it wrong on that one? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just mad she didn't get it while she was in there. No, I'm just kidding. That's I'm, I'm messing around. She had all, you know, you got all that time. I'm just messing around, but no, nah, that's a good thing that she did that, man. Uh, that's just showing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't use, we don't use prison for what it is. It's supposed to be a rehabilitative system, but it's not. It's we a, know uh, that's not. <laughs> yeah, it's just a way to just basically degrade people, man. It's modern day slavery instead it, of being a rehabilitative. It, dry, it, it, dry, it drives people to a different, you know, to a different state of mind. Oh, of, yeah. You know? You know, especially when you're talking about prison, I can see if you're in the county jail or something like that. But when you're in when you're in prison, and you probably, you know, in some cases you probably locked down for 23 hours. You know, you got to worry about fighting and, and yep. protecting your life every day, and they feed, feeding you all kind of, you know, you know, crap or whatever. Yeah. And for her to get out and say, "Well, look at me, look at me now." But it, but it tells, and, and I picked this story for, for another reason. It was because um, Obama uh, approved an initiative that would permit incarcerated scholars to pay pay for an undergraduate degree using Pell grants. Like you know, once you go to prison and you become that felon, you can't re- you can't vote, you can't do all these type of things. And this is just one of those opportunities where when you give them the opportunity, they you know. They always say they can't. They don't. They go. They get out of jail and they go do something. And they, nine times out of ten, they're back in jail because they have nothing else to rely on. You know what I'm saying? They can't get a job. They can't get educated. So what? What else? What other skill set do they have but to go back to prison? So this is just an eye opener showing that when you do give them opportunity, sometimes some people take advantage of it. And this is one of those situations where she took advantage of it and was able to to use that Pell grant and to propel her to get on the dean list and, and get her degree. And, and shout out to and shout out to her because um usually like when you get like like you said when you get out man it's like the the, the odds are stacked against you and it's majority yeah. of the time you know especially with, with with men we we go back we go right back because it's hard to it's hard to to get back to where you were supposed to be you know, so she actually, she had some type of, she had a lot of drive. I, I was going to say a cheat code, but she had a lot of drive, a lot of hustle. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Big shots out to Obama for doing that. I know it's kind of a, an old thing, um, but it was, I just read that article a few days ago. So I thought, you know, it was apropos to bring it back up to shed light on something um, in this current climate that we're in, political climate <laughs> that we're in, you know. <laughs> So we get some positivity out of this thing. But uh so Smash. Sir. We 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 we're beating around this bush, bro, for this 50 episode. And it's coming together. Um 
anything that anything that you would like to say on the way out of this short oh man uh, i'm ready ready for the 50th ready for the 51st <laughs> ready for all of them man you cut the mic on its own nah man it's, it's it's been good ride just you know looking forward to doing more and more and more bigger and better and um you know just ready man btg i mean i'm proud of y'all i mean y'all hit a milestone i just got two things like Still waiting on my check. I don't want to. I didn't want to bring it up. Show, you know, it's it's you know just waiting on that check to to come. You know, I know I'm gonna have an issue waiting for it to clear. I want to get. (laughs) I was about to say I can cut you a check in any day now. Now it might bounce a whole lot, but you can get your check. Just hold on to it and frame it. Don't worry, it's gonna be signed by Spalding. Hey, well, look, oh, let, let it, let, hey, let it, let, I mean, I, I'm trying to get to the bouncing part. Yeah, let's, you know, so, let's get to that part. Let's get that paper in my hand. Uh, other than that, I, I'm going to say congratulations. I know I sent my my, my love uh, a while ago. I forgot what I said. I, I was a little high, but I said something. I congratulated you guys. Um, yeah, I look forward to 50 more. 150. Yeah, you know what I mean. Got a lot, lot more, and it's not more than clipping. Then definitely, uh, BTG, you were definitely as one of those those cats that uh, was definitely helping us through these through these roads to, to get to this 50th episode. So I definitely appreciate you for doing that. Uh, when we get the check, you are gonna get your check, bro. Believe that. Yeah, I'm just saying, <laughs> so cut that check, man. Just cut that check. I'm not asking for a lot. Cause it, cause I don't care what time of day it is. I say BTG. I need to record. You like bet? Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? I so, mean, come on, man. If Harrison Barnes can get 88, you know what I'm saying? Let me, let me get five dollars or something. At least, right? A happy yeah. meal or something. Uh, po boy or something. <laughs> but I appreciate it, man. I appreciate all the listeners uh, sticking with us. I do appreciate all the listeners that joined the Facebook group. And as always. Uh, some conversations going on in there. Um, we still haven't got a definitive answer yet on do black folk play Spade? cornhole, man. Cornhole. Oh, cornhole. cornhole. Yo, that's a, they, they they definitely play that um, during the what you call it during football uh, season. Football during season. football season. That's, yeah, right before. That's the only time. That's all you need. That's the only time. <laughs> but, but you know, we're we not we're not actively having the barbecue at the cookout. The, no, but that got a professional league though. I watched it. Yeah, it came on again the other day. Yeah, that's <laughs> hot. <laughs> you came gonna be on playing it. Eh, I mean, I'm not gonna say I'm not going to participate, but I'm not gonna be like, okay, barbecue check, grill check, drinks check, cornhole boards check. Nah, that's not gonna happen, man. You know, we it, gonna, but it all go hand in hand. You we'll, can drink, you can smoke, and play the game. Yeah, I mean, you know. Those, I mean, I guess that's one of the sports like, you know, like bowling. The drunker you get, the better you play. You know, so I, I, maybe like that. Horseshoes. You ever play horseshoes? Like all, yeah. all the time. That's definitely a black man sport right there. It's, that's all cornhole is. So, but it's I, the it's the um, it's like mumble rap, but it's the in sports. Mm. <laughs> so that's the hey. mumble rap, right? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's get that clear. Them beats are fire, but you know, the words ain't. But the lyrical content is just not there. 
ad libs on point too. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> what's the what's the one shot out to sell? What's the one that sell did? We were riding with the Destin. Some flash. Flash. Something. <laughs> I mean, he was back there tripping. <laughs> all you all you gotta do is add a couple of skirts, skirts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we definitely we definitely appreciate all of the listeners for taking part and and uh, and supporting us when on all that we doing, and we definitely have some good stuff um, coming in the near future. Um, looking forward to to actually putting some visuals to this thing at some point. Um, hopefully that'll be season four. But other than that, I do. Can I can I ask one quick question? This is like straight left, but I was. I was sitting down here with, with my mom and my sister watching this married at first sight. Do you you think y'all can do that? Just marry somebody you don't know for you know Hell what I'm yeah. saying for some money? How much? Hell yeah. They only getting paid like fifteen to twenty thousand for the season. Oh shit! Hell yeah! I'll marry Ashanti in a second. <laughs> <laughs> we said at first sight, not long sight. <laughs> no, nah, it's, it's gonna be the first time I see her. I just know her name. <laughs> it's just a random, some random chick that they some paired y'all with. Some random chick named Ashanti, huh? You gonna just marry her, right? Wait, so I don't get to see her first? No, you get mm. the first time you meet her, you gotta marry her. They just mm. picking her off uh, off of your profile, like you how much do I you like? How much do I get? About. Fifteen to twenty thousand. I gotta take me an edible first. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you gotta be, you gotta be with her for about at least about six to eight weeks. Oh, and then we can get a get a gnome. A gnome? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah! Give me that. <laughs> that <laughs> I, I do. I do that about four, five times a year. <laughs> <laughs> four, five times a year. That's my drive. My job. I'm a habitual. <laughs> Marry her. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I'm no. I'm a marry. I'm a marry. I'm a wedding tester. That's oh, what it is. <laughs> yeah, she's good wedding for the tester. fella. She's good. Nah, this, this was bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her walk down. I, the owl game is dope. So you might want to check into that. One. <laughs> she's good. <laughs> she's worth That's every penny. <laughs> and then I'll find that. I say, oh yeah, I'm keeping this one. I'm, <laughs> I'm probably already 150,000 in already. Right, right. I'm rich. I don't need none of y'all at this point. Shoot. Boy, say, dang, all right. Three, four times a year. Wow. <laughs> you make it a job. Stranger, stranger things have happened, man. So we're going to get up out of here. So with that being said, much love and we out. Peace. You've just listened to a Talk of Brothers podcast short. Now back to your regular schedule programming. Peace.